Welcome to The Responsible Podcast. Your host, Stanley J. Targos III, is the founder of The Responsible Brand and The Responsible Network. Enjoy today's episode. everyone. My name is Stanley J. Targos III, and I'm the host of the Responsible Podcast. Today, we have a great show about starting early, not often. And starting early, not often seems like it should be a, a basic premise, but we really don't know what that means and the impact it has. I've actually done a lot of research on the families that I've come across in the last 15 or 20 years, and I've realized most families start with the intention of maintaining a program long term and every so many years life happens and they have to start all over again and what happens when they start all over again is they start from zero or negative and then they have to build to zero and then they start building what they want to achieve and then life happens and that wipes out every all of their hard work everything they've done everything that they built and then they're starting over again if this happens five or six times from 30 to 50 or 55 years old, it's no wonder most people wake up at 55 feeling unprepared for their retirement, not having an emergency fund at the level they think they should have, managing some credit card debt or parent loan debt, and feeling like they've got 10 years left to get control. What we've realized is most people work really hard. Your effort and energy hasn't changed. The amount of time we spend preparing for the future hasn't changed. But the fact that we start over every so many years is eating away at our ability to build on something. I do love the quote or the idea from Mr. Uh, Newton, Uniform Motion, says that a body in motion tends to stay in motion and a body at rest stays at rest. This means that an object that is in motion will not change its velocity unless an unbalanced force acts upon it. And when I think about that, as it relates to moving, it's real obvious if I'm driving my car and I'm coasting or going down a hill or I got my foot on the accelerator or I've got it on um, auto pilot or cruise control, whatever it's called, I'm going to keep going unless the car in front of me stops which makes me stop, or I get hit on the side, which makes me stop. That's real easy to understand. If I'm riding my bicycle, a skateboard, if I'm water skiing, jet skiing, uh, snow skiing, anything like that, it's real easy to see. But financially, we don't tend to think of things like that. My financial plan tends to stay in motion until something comes in and disrupts the velocity. Well, that's not just disrupting the velocity of my financial plan. That's costing me money down the line when I'm older, when I want to have access to what I'm building. So we need to plan for this. We all know that getting started is the hardest thing of, of what we do. It's the beginning of the year right now. How many people have started working out? Going to the gym the first 7, 8, 10 days in a row or 7 8, 10 days out of 12 days is hard. Once you get a routine, once you have a pattern, once you have a habit, it's easy to maintain. When you're not waking up every day wondering if you're going to go, but you're waking up every day knowing that you're going to go, it's easy to maintain that. It's easy to do. Momentum is easy to keep up. 
But what we find is financially, we get in a spot where we're in bad habits, where we've been beaten down, where we didn't even realize that our plan got disrupted or broken, yet we're not pursuing a plan. We're not pursuing a path. We don't have specific intent behind what we're doing. We're just sort of letting life happen. Well, if I don't plan my meals out for a week and I wake up every day and decide what I'm going to eat, I might decide to eat the first thing that I see every day when I get in the car, which might be fast food. I mean, if I'm lucky, I go to a restaurant and sit down and have some eggs and some wheat toast and some, some cottage cheese or something with some fruit. But if I'm not, then I'm getting a greasy sandwich. I'm getting bacon. I'm getting white bread. I'm getting extra butter on it. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm getting two pancakes with sausage and eggs in the middle and calling that a breakfast sandwich, wondering why I'm gaining weight. But if I plan the week out and I think I'm going to have a smoothie with detox every morning between 10 and 11, I'm not going to worry about eating until I get to the office at noon or 1 o'clock. I'm not going to be hungry. I'm not going to fall for the traps of snacking and nickel and diming my calories with candy and Jolly Ranchers and, and ice cream and things of that nature. I'm going to map it out. I'm going to have a plan. That's part of staying in motion for me. Financially, what that means is when I come across a hiccup in my life financially, I'm not going to let it derail my momentum because I know how hard it is to get started. I know how much time and energy I spend building the discipline on focusing on managing my money. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going out to eat with the family or buying pizza on Friday or taking the kids to the movies or taking my wife on a date. It means I'm planning what I do every day. I'm managing what I do every day so that when life does happen, it doesn't derail all my momentum. It doesn't let the air out of my balloon all at once. It doesn't create a sieve that drains everything I've been accumulating. I need to have speed bumps in my life. I don't need to have brick walls and mountains blocking my view of the future. When that happens, it doesn't just take me out of the loop of being responsible for a, an hour or a day or two days. It tends to take me 3, 6, 9, 12, or 18 months to get back on track. And that's really the dash or the space that I'm trying to avoid. I heard a great marriage counselor say, I want to shorten the cycle that I'm in the crazy cycle with my spouse. And the crazy cycle is not trusting or loving or respecting the person I'm with. I get offended, my feelings get hurt, and I take some time to have a temper tantrum, for lack of a better word. How long I have that temper tantrum determines my enjoyment out of that relationship. And in the past, I'd dig my heels in, I'd get stubborn, it would take a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, and I'd still be holding on to that grudge. Now I want to get out of that crazy cycle as quick as possible. I don't even want to stay in it for a day or half a day. I don't even want to stay in it for two hours. Financially, that's the momentum that I need to have keeping me going. That's what I'm avoiding. I'm avoiding the stopping of the financial crazy cycle that will derail my momentum for 6, 12, or 18 months. I don't want to make a decision today that impacts my next 18 months of budgeting, funding my retirement, building my emergency fund, planning my lifestyle. 
I don't want to have the stops. Our goal with what we're doing at the Responsible Brand, our goal is to minimize the stops and be there with you as life happens so that when life does happen, you're not left as a silo or an island on your own trying to figure life out, not realizing that you're putting a screeching halt to the plans that have been in motion for two years, three years, or four years or longer. When we're able to walk with you with the responsible brand and be there alongside of you going through life together, we can give you perspective that says, listen, this is going to be an expensive fix, but it doesn't have to derail 100% of what we're doing. Let's keep these three things moving along, clipping at a reasonable pace. Even if we scale back, momentum is still happening. It's not a complete halt. It's not a screeching halt on everything. I'm not stopping so hard that my face smashes into the windshield and the airbag's going off. I'm easing in. I'm swerving a little bit. I'm avoiding the obstacle in the road. I'm not hitting it, slamming into it, stopping, getting towed away with a tow truck. I'm controlling it. I'm being reasonable. I'm not letting emotion dictate what happens next. The responsible brand is here to walk with us, to walk with you, so we can do this journey together. And it doesn't always have to be a negative thing. All right, the transmission went, all right, I got an accident, all right, I got an accident on the two days that my auto insurance was lapsed, and now I don't have insurance, and now I have to pay off $10,000 for a car that I still own, insurance isn't there to help me, and I have to buy a new car. How do I do that? We can help you through that. But it can also be something like, my son or my daughter just got the opportunity to go on this travel team. We weren't expecting them to make it, but they, they played their heart out. They were standing on their head. They did awesome. Now they get to go to Sweden or Mexico or Oregon and participate in this event. And it's going to cost us $4,000 in training and savings and this and that. We get to spend five grand going there or they get to go on a missions trip and they're working their butt off to save enough. But we got to come up with an extra five grand because we just need to bridge the gap and we want to have that experience for our kid. For most families, those are things that take everything they're doing and putting it at a screeching halt. Think of how you would handle those things in your own world. Stop funding my 401k. I'm going to borrow against my 401k. I'm going to take and liquidate my Roth. I'm going to liquidate all my savings. I'm going to get a new credit card. It's going to be zero interest, but I'm going to pay it off in time. While you're trying to pay it off at zero interest, the transmission goes, the tire goes, you need braces. Now you're not able to do it and you got a 22% interest rate. That's how life derails us. That's how we come to screeching halts. That's how we have to dig out of what we built. That's why we don't start at zero. We start negative and have to rebuild to zero. That's what takes time. That's what eats away at our ability to build on our momentum long term. Imagine if you never had to rebuild back to zero. How different would your life be over 30 years if you never had to go negative? If once you got to zero, you never went negative financially. 
that means you're always going forward. That means when life happens, you're able to take care of it with grace. That means that if you get into a little bit of debt, it's not 12, 24, 36 months worth of debt. It might be four, six, or eight months worth of debt. It doesn't mean that you're liquidating all of your liquidity, your savings to take care of it. You're not borrowing from your future to pay for it today. We want to minimize the stops. We want to turn them into genuflex or pauses. And if you're familiar with church, and I love going to church. I love kneeling before I go sit in the pew. If I'm going to a Catholic church, I love the idea of pausing without completely stopping my momentum and then getting back up again. That's such a great visual picture for me to understand. If we can genuflect those life events or pause the life event instead of complete stop those events. We have momentum. We have energy. We have movement. We have inertia. We're a body that's still in motion. Might be slower motion, but it's still in motion. If you got a railroad car that's moving, it's easy to keep that car moving by walking behind it and pushing it. But if it's at a complete stop, it takes a lot of energy to get that thing moving. Once it's in motion, you can push that railroad cart on tracks for miles. But if it stops, you spend all your energy getting it going. And if it stops again, you spend all your energy getting it going. And if it stops again, you spend all your energy getting it going. You never go anywhere. And you spend all of your energy, your resources, your health, getting it started only to have it stop. We want to conserve the energy. I love the idea of driving in my car and watching the MPGs go from 22, 24, 25. If I take my foot off the gas because I hit a hill and I'm coasting, it goes 99. What if we could do that financially? If I know that I've got things coming down the line, or I know that I'm getting low on gas and I got a hill, why would I accelerate as fast as possible down the hill? Why wouldn't I take my foot off the gas and let the natural momentum take me where I'm going and then only accelerate when I need to? Financially, we're not trained to do that. We're trained to keep your foot on the gas constantly. We're not trained to conserve energy. We're not trained to conserve the MPGs, the gas. We're, we're trained to just go, 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 go. When life happens, don't even pause. Well, at the responsible brand, we want to talk about the pause. We want to talk about the slowdown. We want to talk about taking an extra two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, an extra 20 minute conversation to, under, to understand the impact of what we're doing, why we're doing it, the impact it has on not just today, but next month, two months, and a year from now. That's a genuflect. That's a pause. That's a strategic conversation, making sure that we're not bringing our lives to a screeching halt. That we're keeping some pressure on the back of that railroad car while we're going down the road, knowing that if we keep it going at least a little bit, we don't have to start from zero, which means we don't have to spend 100% of our energy get it going. We only need to spend 30% of our energy keeping it going. We're conserving. We're preparing. 
We're being wise. God wants us to be good stewards of the gifts that we're given. He wants us to actually enjoy life and have life to the full, not start all over again every four years or three years. That's tiresome. That's burdensome. That's inefficient. But the talking heads on TV don't want to talk about that. They just want to tell you, you can solve all your problems by earning a rate of return, overfund your 401k, pay your house off. Those aren't the solutions that the average person needs. We need to understand how to handle life when life happens. And the guarantee that we know what the responsible brand is life is going to happen. We want to handle these things as speed bumps. With grace, with confidence, with security. If we eliminate these starting and stopping over a 30-year period, how much more will we have when we retire? How much more joy and fulfillment will we get out of that time frame? How much more will we be able to give our kids and grandkids and spouses? How much more will we be able to help the churches and charities that we're passionate about? How much more will we have in longevity because our health is better. That could add six figures to your net worth by the time you're 65 or five figures to, to your income when you retire every year for the rest of your life. If you're in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, think about how many times you've had to start from zero and how hard you worked to get to the point that you had the ability to start from zero. And then how deflated you were starting all over again. And how frustrating it is thinking, is my whole life about being on a treadmill? Am I always going to bust my butt, work as hard as I can, just to stand still? I want to see and experience life. I want to see and experience the accumulation that I'm working hard for. I want my family to feel secure because we're doing something that's building a future. I don't always want to talk about when we pay that debt off, we'll be able to take a vacation. When my business finally picks up, we'll be able to fund retirement. And I've been there. I get it. I know how frustrating and painful it is. But I've also seen that if I'm able to set some disciplines aside that are always there, regardless of my circumstance, I win. Am I saving? Am I in my world? I'm giving 10% to God. I get paid. I give 10% before taxes, not after taxes. For me, that's my personal goal. You pick what you want. But then I try to save another 5 to 10% every time I get paid. Buying cash, buying silver, funding a secured savings vehicle. I'm doing that because I never want to wake up and feel broke. I've got a little petty cash for my family. So that when the neighborhood kids come by and want to sell me something for their fundraiser, I'm not without cash. 
My wife knows. Just go up and grab 20, 30 bucks, whatever it is. Give it to the kid. Buy their thing because my kids are going to do the same thing. And I want people to be able to help if they have a desire. But if I have to constantly liquidate the petty cash fund and the savings and sell the silver and all that other jazz, I'm always feeling deflated like I've always got nothing. And on my psyche, that doesn't do well for me. For my confidence in my family, that doesn't do well for me. I will go to a certain point, but I'm not going below that point. I'm not going to stop saving just because I had to buy a new car. I'm not going to stop saving just because my kid's a good athlete. I'm not going to stop saving because there's a missions trip. I'm going to balance it. I'm going to do both and. I might slow down on what I put in the petty cash fund. I might not put 10% in the petty cash fund. I might put 3% because I got a season where I have some other goals. But I've just slowed down my momentum. I haven't stopped it all together. I'm keeping the disciplines there. The minute I stop the discipline, I now get to choose if I want to start it again. And I'm not a good decision maker. I need to keep doing the things that I worked hard for. If it was important when things are good, it's important when things are tough. More importantly, if I keep doing this, I did the math on this. If I did this every year for the last 28 years, since I was 20 years old, if I did it every year, I would have almost $100,000 in coins. Do I need to keep buying more? Maybe. It's not the point. The point is, I don't have that because I stopped doing it. I would have $100,000 in cash and savings and $100 bills. The Roth would be funded differently. The emergency fund would be funded differently. I would be building on my emergency fund for the next phase of life that, that my wife and I need. And when I get older, my emergency fund doesn't stay the same. It's got to grow. That momentum of starting and stopping means that when I get older, I realize I need a quarter million dollars in liquid cash instead of a hundred thousand because medical expenses cost more, co-pays cost more, surgeries cost more, health costs more. When I'm older, I'm able to build on it. It's much easier to add fifty thousand to the emergency fund every decade than wake up at seventy and think you need a quarter million. But if I'm always starting and stopping. I never have a foundation. I never get that built. I never get I never get to build upon something because I'm spending all my energy starting to build something. It continues. This starting and stopping doesn't just happen when you're working. Although that's the easiest time to think about it. You work from 25 till 65. 40 years and you think, all right, sweet. I no longer have to worry about this. No. When you're in retirement, it's still you still have the opportunity to start and stop. Life can still derail your plans. If you spend all of your IRA money between 65 and 70 and you're stuck on Social Security, you get to start all over again, being a greeter, working part-time. So if we don't let the emotion of the decision that we want to make direct our actions. We can actually keep momentum going throughout all of our different life 
phases. Remember, our goal is to change the landscape of America one family at a time by empowering the leader to make decisions based on facts, not fear. And we're going to do this by educating families on the next phase of life financially. There's always a next phase of life that needs to be built upon. And when we get to the end of life, we don't just want to leave it to Uncle Sam. We want to make sure that it goes to our kids or grandkids so we can give them a step up. So we can give them a boost, a cash injection when they might need it. But if we need it, we want to be able to use it without being a burden to those around us. Starting and stopping tends to not only burden us, but burden the people around us. And I'm so grateful that I have people in my life who are willing to accept me when I'm a burden. They don't make me feel bad. But they can't help me every two years. That's not fair. I need to be able to start something and build upon it so that at some point I can be a blessing to the people who need it in my life. My goal is to be a giver. So it continues even after your income stops. And if you're in your 20s or 30s and you're like, I'm going to be wealthy by the time I'm 60. When I was 25, I thought I'd be a millionaire by the time I was 33. Well, 33 was 15 years ago. Certainly I've made more than a million dollars, just not in one year. And for most of us, time tends to go by pretty quickly. And that's the point. Time's going to go by whether we continue the momentum or start and stop. And if we just realize that for most of us, tomorrow's going to happen, let's just handle today with the best information that we have to limit the, the negative impact on tomorrow. Let's just decide that we're going to work together as a team, the responsible brand in your family, focusing on your family goals, your family priorities, your family's objectives and agenda, and the knowledge that we have to make all of it work for you instead of against you. Knowing what to be prepared for and what's next is going to help us. The head coach for the University of Connecticut women's basketball team, one of his players was asked, does Gino make you guys practice till you get it right? She goes, oh no, oh no. Gino makes us practice till we can't do it wrong. Financially, the same thing needs to happen. The problem is we're not prepared for what's next. So when it happens, it's new and we've never practiced for it. We've never thought about it. We've never talked about it. We've never what if the scenario. What do you do if your son or daughter gets into Harvard and your house is paid off and you're making $150,000 a year when you're used to making $90,000 a year? What do you do when you're at the peak of your career and the university says you have the ability to pay the most that you ever thought possible when you've never made that much money in your past? What do you do when the perfect storm hits and you have to fix the roof, there's a medical issue, and your parents need help? What do you do when the, when the child who you thought wouldn't get married 
comes home and says, great news, mom and dad, I'm at the love of my life, I'm gonna get married. At the same time, you just bought a house and signed up to get new landscaping and a new kitchen. Well, working with the responsible brand, we actually talk about those things. We talk about how you handle it. We talk about what options you have. We talk about what buckets of money should be used when and how. We talk about what your safety net is, what your reserve is, what your emergency fund is, what we want to keep at a certain level and never get below a certain point, and then what other buckets we're going to use when we've tapped out certain other buckets. We talk about it. So when it happens, it's not new. Practice. It's key. We talk about if the stock market tanks five years before you retire, what does that do for your ability to retire? If scenarios are much easier to talk about before they happen than to live through for the first time, which is why we want to start early, not often. Start early. If you're 55, today's the earliest day you can start. Let's start today. If you're 70, today's the earliest day you can start. Let's start today. If you're 23 years old and just graduated college, today is the day that you should start. We are so passionate about this. This is one of those things that all of us can control. That all of us are going to have things happen, but not all of us know how to handle it. Not all of us have a team. All of us think, well, I got into this situation, I'll get out of it. Once I get out of it, then I'll reach out to the financial professional and ask him how to manage and control my wealth. No, we want to be through it with you right now in the midst of the hole, in the midst of the pit, in the belly of the beast. We want to walk with you. Even Jesus sent people out two by two so that if they got hurt or injured, there's someone there to help them. When things get tough, you got someone to walk with you, to pick you up. You're not on this mission by yourself. The responsible brand is here to be there with you. This is a journey we get to do together. They say experience is the best teacher. That's garbage. Experience is the most expensive teacher. Other people's experience is the best teacher. Let's apply the thousands of other people's experience that we have at the responsible brand. Take the best pieces that fit your family's goals, objectives, values, and priorities and apply it to your strategy so you can walk away winning. So when life happens, you're in control. So you're not starting and stopping, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. That's a painful way to go. You'll burn more energy. Your life will be less fulfilled, less joy-filled. Your health will not be as great. You'll be constantly tired. Let's give your body, mind, and soul the rest it needs by starting and keeping momentum going. It's the best thing that we can do together. And it starts with a knowledge 
based strategy that you can apply easily. My responsible solution, your custom GPS, your guaranteed practical strategy, your guaranteed practical solution, your guaranteed predictable solution is exactly what you can use as the what if. Well, what if my son or daughter graduates and get married the year after they graduate? How do we handle it? Well, here's what we do. We shift the student loans here. We shift the debt payments here. We manage cash flow here. We use the payment for this to fund that. And then we get back on track. It costs you nine months of getting out of debt. You can manage that pretty successfully. Most people, they don't know. They don't even know the questions to ask. You have an advantage. You're here today. The responsible brand is going to walk with you. We're excited to do this journey with you. And I hope that this information has been a benefit to you and your family. The responsible brand wants to help grow the understanding of how money works. Please share this with others. Let them hear our passion. Warn them. We're passionate. Reach out to your responsible team for more information. I hope you have a great day and God bless you and your family. Thank you for tuning in. For new and relevant information just like this, follow us wherever you get your podcasts and interact with the responsible community on all social media platforms. We'll see you soon.